unicorns made from dead people. <laughs> Pretty good, eh? I'm the popcorn antichrist. Popcorn made from voices. Delicious. Greet their bones. You come and eat people corn. You're gonna laugh. Hey, it's popcorn and people. What more do you want? Let's see who's in this bag. <laughs> Joey, Michael, Minnie, Duncan, Betty, Paul, Shorty, Poppy, Rapey, Hopey, Chokey. We're driving. Hey, everybody. We're trying to get to the theater. Justin and I are driving um, to a movie theater to see Inherent Vice. We're using Waze. The, the app Waze. It's going to tell us we're 22, mi 22 minutes away. We get there by 7, it looks like. Um, I guess we'll just follow what they say. So yeah. I don't know what way we're going. It'll be a mystery. Where we're going. I bet you they're going to take us to 10th Street and then we're going to take it until Dead Ends and then take a right. It's either 10th or 14th, I forgot which it was. But it dead ends right into Monroe, which takes you to Landmark. But I hate that. Because there's one where it ends and you have to go left and then you're shit. You don't like it. You don't like it. You're shit on. We're sitting in Atlanta traffic, Atlanta posts uh, work traffic. I guess it's uh, right after the holidays, though, so maybe it's a little bit lighter than the normal. What, would when be. does it say we turn? It says. I don't know. It says we're going 14 miles per hour, though. Um, they want us to bypass Sydney Marcus. Okay, they'll get tickets to 10th Street. That's fine. It's the exit right after Atlantic Station, which sucks puss. Do you want to take Sydney Marcus? It'll course correct us. This is the fastest way. I think that's what Waze is known for. Is Sydney, you, you can get there through Sydney Marcus? Probably. Ah, oh, fuck. I'll, stay, I'll just get in the left lane. This is all very scintillating. Interesting. I'm so sure. th this is a first. We're recording a podcast. Period. Before I've released the previous podcast. Right, but we can't we just edit them together? Nope. Th no, this is brand new. Really? Yeah, this is brand new. People might get two podcasts this week. Well, I mean, the first podcast is us eating at a hibachi place. So don't you want to maybe add on to no, that one? No, that one's already that. One? That's 120 minutes before I edit it. Yeah, but that's a lot of listening to sizzling. <laughs> Not enough. Yeah. Plus, I think it's good. It's it's uh, we're establishing uh, a very rough tempo starting off the year. We're gonna get people like certainly rough. It's fucking solid. So you excited about this movie? I've been I've been excited. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. The new PTA. Yep, Harper Valley. I uh, yeah, he hasn't made a really a bad movie yet. He's made some lesser movies. It's, but it's been playing and uh, people have been mixed on it, but it's been playing, uh, I guess, in New York and L.A., I guess maybe some other places. It doesn't seem like it expanded very much. So, Okay, so you got Joaquin, you yeah. got Josh Brolin, there's this girl who's apparently a revelation in the movie. Sam Watterson's daughter. Kathleen That's Rick. his daughter, hell yeah. I think so. Catherine Watterson or something. Who else? Who else is in it? Reese Witherspoon's in it, I believe. Who in it that I like? Um, Without cheating. I'm not looking it up. I was looking at ways. <clears throat> who else is in that? Uh, who else is in it? I'm not sure. Uh, I think Owen Wilson might be in it. Beautiful. Um, but I, it, if it has even a remotely Lebowski vibe, I'm thrilled. It does. Apparently it does. Then it'll be a movie that people love in 10 years. I think one complaint that I found, that I heard about was that people had trouble following it. I don't know. Well, Pynchon's writing is kind of yeah, like that. Yeah, but this was kind of a book by him that was... It's accessible for more him. More accessible, yeah. yeah. And 
um, and people really like it. So, and, and Paul Thomas Anderson doesn't have a problem typically with a through line. I don't think. I, I, although I did not see the master, I missed it. Really? No, I missed it. But I did see, uh, you know, there will be blood, which I really like. It's great. Um, I think that's the first movie by him that I loved. So you didn't love Boogie Nights? No, I didn't. I, I like it. I know you don't like Magnolia that much. I don't like Magnolia, but I do like Boogie Nights, and I appreciate Magnolia. I don't like Punch Drunk, but I like, I, I, like but Punch I, Drunk. I appreciate it. I just don't like it. And Heart Eight's great. I like Heart Eight. You don't love Boogie Nights? I like Heart Eight because I think Heart Eight and that's actually surprising. A weird way is like a spin. It's like a spinoff of Midnight Run, which which I hope that's for, not a coincidence. It's not funny. I mean, it's got no, but elements. it's got that character played by Philip Baker Hall named Sydney, and Sydney is in that kind of that Vegas like you know he's 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 buddy buddy with what's his face the the main criminal in Midnight Run. Is that, he's not playing the same character. That's what I'm thinking. That's why I'm always wondering if that was an intentional. Is, that, is there anything online about it? I don't know, but I, you know, Sydney. You don't see Sydney in Midnight Run. It's just talked about. No, you see him. He's in Midnight Run. And he's um and he's playing a character named Sydney. Sec- yeah, and he's second in command to what's what's you know the guy that we love, the guy that just recently passed Dennis away. Dennis Farina. Yeah, Farina's second in command. You know he has that scene where he he's has, played by Philip Baker Hall. Yeah, and he's I like fuck that. you, Sydney. He's like Sydney, get the yeah. He's and Sydney's very like or Philip Baker Hall is very like professional in that movie, you know. But he's still working for Farina, and Farina just at one point just lashes out to him, That's and, out at him. And I always thought, and then you know, book in when um, Heart Eight came out. His character was named Sydney. And the movie was originally called Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder, I'm, maybe it's a coincidence. But I, since, See, I thought it was, I just thought he abbreviated Sid and Nancy. I don't know. Maybe I'm, what if I was completely wrong on What that? if you've just fucking uncracked a mystery? Um, and then another thing is, what's his face? So, so basically he started with fanfic. That's how his career started. <laughs> but that, that's, ama- that's amazing to have fanfic about a midnight run, though. But what if... Uh, there's also, you know, um, the guy from Aliens, Jafet Koto, yeah. who's in Midnight Run. He resumed his character in, like, a fucking uh, no. Larry the Cable Guy movie. It was like he was playing... Alonzo? Yeah. No. Yeah. First of all, why do you know that? You didn't <sighs> see that movie. I don't know. I know stuff, stuff like this somehow. That's horrible. But I think that's true. I think... Midnight Run has got this like really crazy legacy, I think, and a lot of filmmakers do love you, it. Do you remember when I used to Obviously. do the, the Chud stories section of Chud? When you killed people's lives, you killed other people's no, no, lives, obituaries. No, no, no. I, that was that was Nick Wright's your obituary. There was yeah. a, a sub site called Chud Stories where we did. I remember? Did yeah. you ever write one? No. We did like a theme, like we everybody would write like short stories, like we did vampires the first time, all this. I anyway, that. I started a thing called the Further Adventures of, where we write extended universe stuff for, for movies that don't normally get it. Right. And um, I don't. I thought somebody was going to do a Midnight Run one, but I did one. I wrote a short story on the further adventures of Barracana. Who's that? The guy in Raiders who's Sapito's partner. Oh, the guy who, who's smart and he leaves. <laughs> the smart, pretty specific, smart, yeah. smart Spaniard. It's pretty specific. I like that. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's a concept that should happen still. That's a, that's probably the smart thing I should have done. Well, my big of... my big one that I wanted to um, that I wanted to do was pick up at the very end of Prometheus. I think I told you about this before. It's just the head. 
No, and I, and it's so like, and everybody it's lives. Uh, right, you know, you, you, do a sequel, so it's like, you know, um, uh, Stringer Bell crashes, Adira, and it's fine. You talk about this fine. like two podcasts, yeah, yeah. Ago, and, yeah. and, and uh, Charlize is fine. She gets rolled on by that ship, but she didn't really. She gets in there was like there was, there was a divot in the ship. Yeah. yeah. So I, that's that's the kind of the I'd like to still. I I, I think there's a lot of, but the thing is that's a movie people would expect extended universe. Now, did you see Neil Blumkamp's? Was that his name? Blumkamp Elysium. No, did you see his um, ideas that he was working on? Yeah, for Alien. Alien. Yeah. What do you think? They look beautiful. Yeah. Hicks showed up. Hicks was in the. Oh, there's a lot of rednecks in the show. But so people were like, is this going to ignore Alien 3 and 4? Not that he would, it would ever have, but they were thinking, what was he thinking? Hawker Picks is back. Um, and what was his explanation? He didn't have one. He just dumped the images online and said, this is uh, something I'm no longer working on. Yeah. yeah it looked really cool. He's a, he's a visionary. He's legit. Now, currently, I read a really great book lately called Station Eleven. I would recommend to the listeners. It's a fantastic, fantastic uh, story of, and it's it's post-apocalyptic, which annoys me usually. But this is really good. It ties into like Shakespeare and stuff. It's really f- so, fascinating. So book. say something that's good about it. No, no, it's just a great book. So, but after that, I started reading. Uh, I decided to take like a complete 180, and re- I'm reading a book that takes place. I think I might have mentioned this before. Between Alien and Aliens, starring Ripley. There's a book. What's it called? Alien Earth Hive. It's called like Alien. I don't know. Like Alien Outbounds or something. I can't remember. It's based on a comic, isn't it? Nah, maybe. It's a, it's a novelization. It's a novel. So it's 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 a guy. So basically, this guy. Steve says, Perry write it. I don't know who wrote it. There was a guy named Steve Perry that wrote a bunch of Alien novels that I bought. This is new. Okay, and then so could be good. It's not. I don't think it's so. It's not that good. So, but it's it, what happens is Ripley wakes. She wakes up. They they kind of this this all hell breaks loose. Of course, you know, like the you know, this mining company. They're trying to terraform a planet. Whatever. Uh, this there's a and crew this that's hovering play, above the planet. This takes between which two movies? Um, Alien and Aliens. So, okay. So right. basically, they they said, and then I had read that the continuity was excellent. Like it didn't mess with the continuity. But what happens is they save Ripley, they get her, you know, they see her distress signal, they they bring her aboard their ship that's hovering above this planet, just as, like, these uh, shuttles come back from the planet, and then they're carrying aliens, basically. Something happened to the planet, of course. Um, look at this, look at this shit. Who's that? So some, some regular person's wedding is being advertised. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, but I'm just saying that basically what the guy did, so Ripley wakes up and kicks ass in this... So he just kind of inserted a new story between Alien and Aliens, but it doesn't make any sense because the same stuff that she that kind of happens to her in the third, the, you know, the Aliens, the, it's yeah. happened to her now. Like it, it, basically, the guy rewrote he wrote Aliens and then did like a pre as a pre. Yeah, well, and in the and in Aliens, they brief, debrief her and they talk, talk specifically about what happened on the Sul- Sulaco or whatever the ship was, Sulaco, whatever that ship was. So that's cock. What's the Sulaco? Was that? Isn't that the name of the ship? Or is that the ship in the third, third one? The Nostromo is her ship. That's right. And the second one, in, the, in Aliens, is Sulaco. So, yeah, and it doesn't make sense because, you know, she's... she's When they wake her up, she's been asleep for, I don't know, what? How many? 60 years? Some stupid And she number. doesn't recount another... Like, she remembers the one specific 
thing. She talks about the, the crew. You know, it doesn't, the continuity is not, unless she, at the end of the story, they're like, we're going to do a memory wipe on you, Ripley. Yeah, have you gotten to the end? No. It's hard. You played that alien game. How do, how do they introduce her daughter into this whole nightmare? Alien, um... She, like, is looking for her mom or something? So, yeah, so her, the, so Amanda Ripley's her daughter. Uh, what's it called? Alien... Isolation. Isolation. Yeah, I did play through it. Um, <clears throat> the premise is that she, that they're gonna go, um, kind of where the planet, like, where the alien action happened, they're gonna charter a ship or something, and she's, like, a grunt, she's, like, a worker. Yeah. And they, and the, so, like, this science officer comes up to her and says, I know how much, we're gonna, we're gonna, um, I assume pilot a ship. It, when's it saying we turn? It doesn't told us yet, too. I don't like this app. It usually tells you what your next move is. Um, this is fuck. Oh, 1.7 miles. Proceed to highlighted road. There you go. Then I'm on the right path, man. Uh, exit 84. That's All right, that's, that's where we're going. That's, that's the one of the 10th Street exit. Good work. Um, by me. Yeah, so they say we're going to pilot... I think the premise is they're going to pilot a ship to this, this like, space, the space station. And um, they're going to... The guy proposes, like he, like, he says it, like, we're going to get some answers about your mom. We know that you... I'm going to bring you along because I know that you've always had... I didn't mean to tell, me, to tell me the whole story in real time. That's, that's the setup. There's not much setup. But, um... She's basically Ripley. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. She, it's not like they really gave her her own... That's stupid. I, I do want to play the game, though. Um, but, the, you know, one thing that's kind of different about that game, as opposed to Ripley, like an Aliens, is that she... You really kind of are... It's a stealth game. I mean, you're not fighting the whole time. You know, you're definitely avoiding most of the time. If you get into um, any kind of battle with a creature, you're pretty much dead. Are there face huggers too? Yes, later. I, I was hoping not. Briefly. I'm getting off here, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I the one part, one thing about that whole the alien mythos, which they they dropped the ball on. You know, it's always in the dark. Right. I want to see a full daylight encounter with aliens in an open space on bicycles. 14th to 14th and slash 10th Street. They, they yeah. can take a look, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I want to see how fast a, like a bicycle can compete with it. Everybody, everybody always wanted to see them on Earth, and they could never get to Earth, except what they finally crashed on Earth under Alien Resurrection, or Alien... Requiem? No, what was the fourth one? Alien... They, they don't go to Earth, do they? Yeah, I think the very end of the movie, I think they end up on Earth. Oh, I'm, 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 going up here. I'm taking a left up here, I believe. Tenth Street. Yeah. I think I fucked yeah, it. Yeah, you don't want to go back to 400. Um, yeah, I think they end, at the very end of that movie, I think that they crash land. I think it's Earth. Her and her and uh, but, Paul are sitting on a log or something. Okay, but there's not an alien running around kicking ass. No, the last thing that was the last thing that was they had to get through was the newborn. Yep, Fuck. gets sucked through the through the hole. There's one thing I love. There's one thing I love about that scene. The noise it makes makes me happy. Just this little squeak thing is fucking priceless. That movie like it's kind of good for like. I like 10 that movie. Minutes. I have no, you know. You know. It's, I think it's got a great performance by her, which I've said on the show before. I think it's probably... I think... They always... The, the thing they always fuck up... They kill... Like, what was cool in the first one was they, they killed Scarrett to, to surprise you. Yeah. But in, in Alien 3, they killed Charles Dance way too early. Because he was such a good character. That was an interesting... They did it to surprise you. 
they, but it do, it doesn't have the same weight because uh, what it does it, it it's, just shows you it's how rough. Weak. It's rough. And they kill Michael Wincott in Alien yeah. Resurrection. Yeah, it's like you got to keep because it's it's unfair to put all of that on Sigourney. You know, like because in Aliens, there's a reason. Like there were so many good characters. Yeah, they kept them alive. Yeah. For the most part, for yeah, a while. No, they, 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 yeah. yeah, and when you so that you feel it when you lose them, but I think that I think it was a mistake because they 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 get rid of the like an interesting character and then they keep these grunt soldier characters that are generic. Yeah, Gary Dordain, who needs him? Uh, then he fall. Then he dies just by falling in the water. Remember his death scene didn't make any sense. Like it just, it's like he gets burned and then he just decides to, like sacrifice himself and he like De- of, doesn't he detonate himself? No. I don't think so. I think he just like he's like um, he's dragging the the guy with the wheelchair down with him. Dominique Pignon. And and he decides to just cut loose, and then he falls back into the water. That's like his I don't end. remember that. Yeah, it's like, I think it'd be funny if like man. to do a movie like Aliens and throw really po- throw people off the scent. Yeah, like have them die of other causes. You know what's funny? And this is I think an interesting an interesting observation. This guy had a heart attack just now. What? Screaming. He was just sad about the alien being out there and he had a heart attack. Alien had nothing to do with his defeat. Oh, oh Chris Angel. I gotta. Alright. Anyway, yeah, keep going. I like what you're talking about. What was I talking about? So, so I think the first two movies are just classics, obviously. I mean, it goes Duh. without saying. But the third movie, I watched a lot of the third movie a couple weeks ago and I really liked it. Like, I thought it was. I mean, obviously, I like a lot. beautifully, beautifully made movie. And, but what what sucks is there's like it's going pretty well um and then there's a scene where they insert like this CGI alien yeah and it sticks out so horribly and then in the same thing in uh, Resurrection like the CGI aliens just don't look cool like they they look they really stick out now so it's like by not doing practical it's like since CGI keeps advancing all the time it just outdates itself well the thing is there are movies that do well they, they need to. They need to do it. They the, uh, they could do a great job with CGI, but they still need to obscure part of it, and they still need to treat it as if it's not. Yeah. Because it is better. Like it's well, better that, if handled right. It's that's better. what you have to wonder. Like if, like for example, like in twenty years from now, is like Gollum gonna look awful? Like if absolutely, gonna be like, oh. I, I guarantee. Yeah. There. I mean, you watch it now, and and I mean, I still you you're never convinced it's a real thing. There's something about or like it. or like the ape movies. Like the ape movies. The are ape all movies like, are different. I think. I mean, but still, there's gonna yeah the resolution. Everything's gonna be. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna keep just like what before they learned how to add dust particles and they, to, to balance the light better right. and to you know. Well, what they should do is that what a job that should be created then is there should be like CGI specialists that just constantly tweak. The CGI movies as, uh, as time goes by. Yeah, so like, so it doesn't, and you don't, you don't like change the the the, Shirt, the a shirtless guy just drove by. Great, you don't change like the scene at all. You don't add things to it, but you update it so it doesn't stick out. It's not know? a bad idea. So how should... how many how many decades would it take for Sound of Thunder to look like a good movie? That is one of the best. Like the the fact that they released it when the financing fell, whatever fell through, that's. That dinosaur, it's... I've not seen it. I need to. It's incredible. It's incredible. It looks like 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 a kid program. I mean, it's it just looks like somebody did a model on their computer. I can't you wait. You know, it's perfect. That might be... We might need to do a... I yeah. might need to do a weird watching for that movie. Yeah, that would be... That's a movie that people... That's what I'll forgot do. about. You heard it here, listeners. The next weird watching... Somebody asked about that. Mike, Mike Flynn put a really nice... 
post on my Facebook yesterday. I don't know if you saw it. You should. You should. You should troll me on Facebook. Um, he was a basically because I did a quick post about how the galleries on websites were. Oh yeah, yeah, and, I read that. And he made a really nice little comment. And one of the things he said he wanted me to do another weird watching. So your wish is my command. I'm going to do a weird watching. Sound of thunder. Pinch yourself, everybody. Dominic Pignon. Finally, he's in that. No. But he couldn't pinch himself in the leg because he wouldn't know. The um, you know who's in it? Burns, my ben man. Burns is in it. Who else? Fuck. Hey. Ben Kingsley has to be in it. You know, there has to be one esteemed. I like, remember the one other character actor that's in it. I don't know his name, but that's I just don't. They need to, the, that that those. Who kind was of, the woman? Who was the woman? In anything? Carrie Russell. No, I don't know. No, I, I don't. Oh, it's Laura Linney, isn't it? it no, not she wouldn't be in Sound of Was Thunder. it Meryl Streep? I think it was Meryl Streep. Was it Emily Blunt? I think it was Emily Blunt. Yeah, it was someone great. It was probably Maria Patillo. Wow. No, no I don't know. But they had to get... There. I mean, I don't know much about the movie at all. Peter Hyams, right? Yeah. But, um... Or Barry... Yeah, Barry Lowe's did the timeline, which is awful. Or did, Donner, whoever did that nightmare. Did, did, Donner. Did you... Did you see, um... I'm hungry. Did you see, uh... Super hungry. Gay book... There used to be a gay out, book store. used to be a gay bookstore there. So we used to get all my gay books. Is it a restaurant now? Yeah, it's a restaurant now. How do you kill a gay bookstore? Oh, most bookstores are getting gay? shuttered. Oh. So even, like, specialty stores maybe have a more of a fighting chance. I don't know. That bookstore. It was great. It was called Outright. Out, and then the word right is in right. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what it was called. It's not a bad title. For a gay bookstore. It says it all, really. Yep. That's a big thing, man. You gotta, you gotta have a, you gotta have a name that's fucking grabbing people by their fucking genitals. Chud. Distant sound of thunder. Did you ever wish that you had named their website differently than Chud, or did you always? Li- I think that's genius. I love that it's called Chud, but I, to me, I never would have oh, thought to call it Chud. You know, like that's, that's such a kind of an interesting. Oh, it certainly turn I mean, of events. Oh, it's, it's, it was. I'm sure it was a horrible business decision, but. Whenever I made a good one, but uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's no, it's uh, yeah, that's a perfect name. That's one thing. It's I a see. great name, but like, how did you decide that I'm gonna name this site after a movie? Because I used to use that term in regular speech. Is that where it came from? Yeah, I mean, so you got like a yeah, I mean, that was just, I mean, like yeah, and and I and I think I mean, like I wanted I wanted when I did venture off into the internet, I wanted it to be something that was slightly goofy. But also kind of like have a sickening, like a like a sickly thing, like the, the whole sewer thing and all that. It was all that was the main thing. It was like I because because I didn't want to run the risk of taking myself too seriously with it. I think. And you never got any pushback from the the guy no. that did the people that did the movie. Yes, at all. I did. I, I didn't get pushback. The guy who one of the producers of it at first it's that whole if you can't beat him join him thing. Right. He tried to buy it from me. The domain. Yeah. I said no. So then he wrote for me. Oh really? Yeah, he used to write this column on the site, a, a producing column. But typically, I wouldn't go to like you wanted a voice of authority to yeah. write about stuff like that. And he had produced Chud and nothing else. But he's a nice guy. He was fine. And he and he and he wrote for the site. He wrote like a few a few editorials. What do you write about? Producing. I think he kept he kept going back to the salad days, of like nineteen eighty three, when they were I making. Why Chud. he didn't produce more? Because Chud wasn't. A, a huge flop. It was, was a it? big. It was a horrible flop. Was it really? I think so. I've but never, they made a sequel. I've never seen it. 
directed by Douglas Cheek. Halo name. I've uh, never seen. I've yeah, never the name seen of the, John, and the producer number is like Andrew, John Hurd, and uh, Daniel Stern. Stern, and who else? Um, the the lady who's still acting. She was Tommy Lee Jones's wife in No Country. Tess. Tess Harper? Not Tess Harper. She looks like Tess Harper. I forgot her damn name. Wait, Tess Harper was in that? Oh, was it the girl, the mother from My So-Called Life? I don't remember. They were in it. I have a huge crush on her. Um, She's also in Nothing in Common. Great. Jackie Gleason. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, uh, John Hurd, Daniel Stern. I mean, that's star power, though. Oh, actually, you know, it's, it's funny. At the very end of the movie... There's two policemen that get, they're like, there's a scene with these two cops that are like walking and they get menaced by a chud and it's Jay Thomas, remember him? Yeah. And John Goodman. Uh, Jay Thomas is a, I just saw him on Letterman. He's doing his. He's awful. Final. You you know, they, they, he has a radio show, I guess is what he does now. He's awful. But he does, he does this story every year on Letterman at Christmas time and tells this great Lone Ranger story. Every year, the same story. It's like, it's a great. It's really good, actually. But he's not. He had a show for a little bit. He yeah, yeah. Sitcom star. The thing I don't like about him is he's bow legged as shit. I have a pro. I guess I, I notice bow legged actors better than the re- better than most. Who else is bow legged? Bill Peterson. I don't know. Bill L. Peterson. Who's that? William L. Peterson. He is the most bow legged of them all. Manhunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from CSI. Yeah, you can never not notice it once you know. I, I, I can't wait oh, I'm watching him in his, I can't wait till they show him walking So like, please I hope this is a movie where he's not paralyzed <laughs> so if I watch because I think Manhunter is a, it's a classic it's a cla- it's a masterpiece and I think it's it's like I give it my highest rating I love it it's, now it's going to have a higher rating. I've tainted it. No, I've I watch it, it now and it. You watch Live and Die in LA, and I'm like, I, how the hell can he run so well considering he's got the fucking little tramp's demeanor when he walks? It's, it works, though. It pulls it off. He is seriously bow legged. He has, he, has he has such a resurgence. And CSI, basically, what they did was they took his character from Manhunter. Uh, um, and, and he. And he played the same part in Cousins. Basically, Cousins. they just like, hey, you know what we should get for CSI? Let's get Peterson. He's in Manhunter. He just basically play, you know? No, nah, it's nothing like that character. In Manhunter, he was a troubled individual. In CSI, he was a know-it-all. No, he's still, it's kind of, he's kind of the same, you know, he, I didn't watch CSI, but it's kind of the same thing. He's like, uh, tr- you know, he's got the gifts. He's like kind of a he's got, J- he's got JPEGs. Uh, he's got, he's got a little bit of everything, if I remember correctly. I can't remember his name. Gus. No, his character's name in silence. What, what girl in, uh, Are you an idiot? Don't tell me. Will Graham. Yeah, Will Graham. Fuck. He played Gus. He played Gus on CSI. Norty. What? Oh yeah, Edward Norton. And then, and then to the the best Will Graham. No. Hugh Dancy's getting there though. Oh, Hugh Dancy's great. Norty's the worst actually. That that was that was my uh, intro at the prom. Hugh Dancy. Oh, me too. Let's do this. I didn't dance to the prom. And they wouldn't. You got Mads? Mads? Mickelson? Didn't dunk. Sounds didn't like dunk. a golfer. What you need to do? Mads Mickelson. That would be a great golfer name. Oh, it's just because Phil, though. No, just because Mads Mickelson. That's, I, I don't know golf, so I don't know. He's like he's like the John Mac- McEnroe of, of, of golf. He gets pissed off at everything and starts kicking to earth. I'm so, so excited about that third season. Oh. Jillian Anderson. 
I love her so. Up. Love her so much. All right. like, she's like something smells so out. good. I'm so fucking hungry. All right, I'm going to pause this until after the movie. Next time you hear from us, we'll have seen Inherent Vice. I love you. I love you so much. We're just confusing, and so was the recording. We just watched Inherent Fuck. Inherent Vice, the sequel to Miami Vice. Can you believe we're in another restaurant? Yes, I actually can believe it. We're doing it, like, professionally, like... Oh, sorry. It's all right. You can take all the baba ganoush trays. Nick ordered some baba ganoush to get us started here. Yeah. Which I believe Owen Wilson calls somebody yeah, one of his movies. Exactly. Oh, and uh, Wedding Crasher. Calls him Big Fun Baba Ganoush. Which this movie is very similar to Wedding Crasher. <laughs> what? What did you think? What did you think of the movie? It's hard to process a lot of it, but it's it's fun. It's ridiculous. It's super ridiculous. Did it remind you of Lebowski? Elements. It also reminded me of um, the Passion of the Christ. Well, what doesn't? I don't know. It's, what do they call it? Like uh, stoner noir? There was something else that reminded me a lot more of. It actually, it felt like a. A bit. I thought it was almost a spiritual follow-up to the master, like with the. Yeah, I see. It was like it was like Lebowski, and um, there was something else I can't place though that's even more resonant than Lebowski as a comparison. Resident Evil. Uh, a- so much like Resident Evil, I thought. Um, <laughs> No, but uh, I guess it. You know, the thing is, it's like kind of confusing the plot. But then so you're just eating the fruit. <laughs> but then I'm just like, does it? I guess that's the point. The, the plot doesn't. The what's happening doesn't really matter that much. It was more. It was more story driven than I thought. Yeah, I mean, it made sense, sort of. I mean, it does make sense. It's just that it, it wasn't necessarily. Uh, you know, Joaquin was kind of high, high the entire time. Or he was high the entire time. So kind of hallucinating at points, which is troubling when, if you're a detective. Um, it's interesting. I, I like this. That's the barbecue news. It's great. Very good. It's like, uh, order anything else? You know what you're having there, Sailor? I do, actually. You go. No. You. All right. I have the seafood linguine. Thank you. It's a question? <laughs> have it? Uh, yeah. No, it's not a question. Bold statement. Um, I'll get the... Order too fast? No, no, no. I, I'm, 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 I was going to get something boring, but actually, I, I haven't had a euro in a while. I'm going to do that with feta cheese. Okay. And right. does that come with a side? Fries and side salad. Beautiful. Yeah. Can I add a, like a side salad to the like, like two bucks or something like that? You know, or yeah. Well, you're, yeah. And you're I'm, dictating I'm, the price. So I like that. No, I said that on the thing. So it's what it does. Yeah. So I, I, I'll throw in for that. Okay. Thanks. Euro, love them. I was thinking about that. I love them. I like them too. Should change my order. Favorite fast food place, Euro Wrap. Really? It's up there. I also like. Uh, if you want to go back in the day, Hoven Roll. Hoven Roll. Oh yeah. All right. Close. Love that in the mall. 
Only perimeter. Yeah. All gone. That perimeter's gone? Last time I went there, it was fucking gone. Are you sure? Yep. That's been recent. That has been there since the early 80s. They just rename it? Well, and it serves ice cream only now. I'm trying to get my restaurant in there. Which one do you have? Because I got one working. You do? Uh-huh. I get mine's better. If I could ever get it into the mall, I would be, it'd be a big hit. Okay. Sushi, sushi subs. I've had a sushi burger before. You have? Yeah, in Australia. It's one of my favorite dishes of all time. So tell me about it. It's a 24-hour restaurant called... Called um, it's called sushi burger. <laughs> Seriously, and they they made a sushi roll and then they just put a bun on it. It is a, it's not a Kobe beef, but it's a high quality beef burger. Right. Between rice patties. Right. With the sauce that they make. Well, see, mine's the, I would just they would make a roll and they just, they just cut it up and then just throw it on a sub. Maybe some tomato sauce or. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I can get behind that. Parmesan cheese. A little Diet Coke <laughs> in, the, in the burger. Some, uh, some what are they, Sun Chips? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I could do pretty well at this. I make the system, I, I like to see that. You get off the ground. I call it Sub Sheet. What do you think? So, so you spell Hero Sandwich, H I R O. Yeah, cut to five years later, I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> And we're still oh, doing you, the podcast. Oh, you change your identity? <laughs> Embarrassed? Yeah, no more Justin. He's rich now. <laughs> Did you hear about Hero? We got the sushi guy denounced the industry. Said it's about to end. Sushi? What? I did not hear this. The guy from I Dream of Sushi, the Hero Dreams of Sushi guy. It's a joke? No. He said that... Um, he said sushi's over? He said the sushi industry is going to collapse because of the overfishing and all that. He's I didn't hear basically he, he foretold its doom. You think it's true? I, I trust Hero. That's a good movie. Big Hero Six. That's a good movie too. Hero of Dustin Hoffman. No, different. What hero? Hero Dreams of Sushi. I never heard. It's a documentary. You should definitely see it. Are you pulling my leg? This guy said sushi's over. Yeah, he said that. It was just in the news like two days ago. He said sushi's done. He's like, we're not, like, sushi as we know it is going to be ending because of the overfishing and all this and that. The industry. It's going to get too cost prohibitive and then eventually there won't be fish. It's a cool movie about this guy who's dedicated his whole life to it. My fast food restaurant is going to be M. Bison Burgers. <laughs> so would, would it, like, have, like, have a fake... Would you ever have, like, a fake Street Fighter battle, M. Bison, and then... He loses and he backs into like a no. meat grinder. No, he wins and he does. He stands on it. Oh, your burger? He stands on it. Oh, that's how they're. That's how they press the patties. He does a victory. He like floats up and stands on the burger. Right. Huh. And is it like the what's the what's the captain? The, the cat puts his leg, you know, his knee on the keg. You know, captain Morgan. Guile. Oh, <laughs> Wilson could have been a great Guile. Yeah. I bet we're the only podcast that ever said that. Yeah, anyway, let's recast Street Fighter. Let's do that. But first, I thought Owens was great in this. He was having fun. He was having fun. And he wasn't. It just sucks. What? The fact that he tried to kill himself. 
No, that's not what I was saying. It seems like in movies lately, he uh, this isn't as, isn't as fun. Isn't as fun in movies. In this in this movie, he's really fun. This is kind of like a big bounce. Yeah, it's, that's what his character reminds me of. The movie I like. He liked. was funny in that movie. It's not a good movie. I actually like that movie. It's directed by the guy who did... Um, George Armitage. Did uh, Gross Miami, Point Blank. Miami Blues. And, and Gross Point Blank. I think Big Brass is a fine movie. We've talked about him before in the show. Yeah, we saw that together. Uh, I think so. But uh, Gross Point Blank and, and Miami Blues are classics. I agree. I agree. That guy was two for two. Bounce was just a bit of a letdown. Is that his only? Yeah. I think is he's he, only done three movies. Is he friends with Cusack? Is anybody? He's got his own Netflix wing on streaming now. It's like every new straight-to-video Cusack like, yeah. movie. He's in some weird like um, martial arts movie coming out with like I can't with, wait. Uh, Johnny uh, with uh, can't wait Jackie Chan can't wait and it's like Jackie Chan John Cusack. Have you tried his beer? Who Cusack? Yeah. No. Cusackies. It's not bad. John Cusack's beer? <laughs> no. Cusackies? <laughs> They're in it together. I couldn't think of another one. So, you liked it. You don't know how you feel about it, though. I, I like it. I, it'll totally become a, a movie that people latch on to over time. But it's unlike Big Lebowski, Big Lebowski is smarter, and, it, and, and the... Um, the director, um, I think the Coen brothers, made a point to make it a little bit more outwardly entertaining and not feel like um, they were pulling a fast one. They just did that they were ahead of the curve. I think Anderson's kind of throwing shit at a wall sometimes and seeing if it sticks, and it's fine. It doesn't bother me, but it's not it's not as airtight as Lebowski. Yeah, the Coens were very specific. Um, I think <clears throat> when you saw Lebowski the first time, at least when I did, I was... I liked it, but I was like, "What? What the hell just happened?" No, we we were we we saw it, it was like ten times in the theater. So yeah, yeah. So I saw it the first time. I was I liked it, but I wasn't sure. And then it hit me the second time, and and this kind of felt like that a little bit to me too. I think so it's funny. I liked it, but because Fargo was their big coming out party, you know, yeah. and then they fought up Lebowski, which is well, critically wise, because Raising Arizona was huge. Well, no, no, and, and so Blood Simple was huge. But I'm saying, like, as far as like to the world. Fargo brought them to the masses, right? So their follow-up was Big Lebowski, which is, which is a masterpiece and a far better film in the grand scheme of things. It's like, it's like how I feel about Jackie Brown compared to Pulp Fiction. I mean, Pulp Fiction is so great. Pulp Fiction is great, but Jackie Brown to me is the one that resonates it. forever. I, I, I think. Uh, I mean, to me, it's hard to, it's hard and, to pick. And Thomas someone did Swami, that. Someone, someone listed it on, um, I don't know, Facebook or something. List they, they linked to an article where they listed their top you know the Coen's in order like you know they, they've done a lot of movies so you know like the bottom to the top and like towards the bottom was like Miller's Crossing and stuff like if people were that's my, I, I, I think that's my third for I them I think I just put everything up top and then maybe right behind it Lady Killers no it's be like, like the second. number one is No Country for me that's what this, these, these guys said number two Lebowski three is Miller's Crossing I'd have to think but I think Miller's Crossing would be uh, It'd have a shot at number one after I thought. 
might be my number four one. Four is... I mean, Raising Arizona is pretty high for me, too. I love that movie. Four is... Um, Blood Simple. Five is Fargo. Six is O Brother. Keep going quick. Seven is Burn After Reading. Love. That's good, yeah. Is that seven? Is that seven? Six or seven? Brad Pitt's in seven. He was in Burn After Reading. Is that, um, is that why you tied it in? Let's see, what am I forgetting? I'm forgetting Lady Killers, which I don't like. Intolerable Cruelty was okay. Hudsucker is okay. Barton Fink's unique. There's one more I'm thinking. Yeah, you're thinking of the the, the Billy Bob Thornton. Oh no, True Grit. True Grit's up there high too. Billy, oh the man who wasn't there. Yeah. True Grit's right up there. And then yeah, they get they had True Grit last in this list. No, fuck that. It's great. I can't remember the first. I think the first one was No Country. I, I I couldn't disagree. I mean, if you, I just did my list and that's the order that I listed them on mine. Did you, you you had to leave off some. Which did you leave uh, leave off? I have I have Lebowski, Miller's Crossing, and uh, and No Country. That's the only ones I have, and that's fair because there's well, a great divide to me between those and the rest. But even the worst Coen Brothers movie is still so. Oh, you know, Serious Man is great. That would be after uh, True Grit. I don't think I've ever seen a Serious Man somehow. I think I missed it. I'm looking forward to. Uh, that Spielberg movie that they wrote. His next movie they wrote. They wrote it? Yep. The, the Tom Hanks spy oh, movie. Really? Yep. You know, I, it's so funny. Um, I watched most of Lady Killers recently. Yeah. It's it's not it's not horrible. It's got some stuff going on, but it is their one misfire, I think. And I, Hanks is so he's so fun in it, like but. I think Italian Cruelty is much better than that. Because I like Clooney is, yeah. they use Clooney so well. Yeah. So um, I think my least favorite of theirs is Lady Kills, but I think uh, I think Man Who Wasn't There also is down there. It's hard to pick. I mean, they just don't really miss that. But this was, you know, this movie is interesting. Uh, also, it, you know, it's it was certainly him toning down his style for sure. Well, I mean, he changed his style. I mean, when he got to when he got to um, talk about Eric Roberts. When he got to. Uh, there will be blood. It was like he's a different filmmaker. When he, when he, when he is like he, yeah, he. That what was a completely different. What did he thing do after him. that? Oh, the master. Yeah, and it's like since then he's kind of been on that. The master had naturalistic a beautiful. Kick. Yeah, it was very, very kind of a dreamlike nature to it. Well, another Joaquin performance. He's great. I, I, I didn't want to like him for the longest time, but he's great. Our bartender's got some action. He should. Um, he has. Um, yeah, he's 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 mumbling through this whole thing, and it's it, it works. It's fun. It's like trying to trying to repeat things people say, and he can't. He's not, and he's not doing a Lebowski, which is good. No, no, he's he did, It's a it's an interesting movie. So he had like Cap. He said people were really talking about Catherine Watterson. That's her name. Yeah, yeah the by the way, lead. it's funny, there's just one waiter who keeps walking by, and the way that we're talking, if we weren't recording, it would probably seem fucking awkward. Like, these guys are trying to be heard. They're trying to talk like they want to be heard. Their opinions, their opinions matter. These fucking kids. Are they just kids? Are they just talking about these Catherine Watterson? Is it because she's naked, or because she's pretty, or because she's never been seen before? 
I think it's the discovery element. Like, she's got a big role, but no one really knows her. So, and she does a really good job, I think. So, that's what it is. I mean, she's obviously, she's beautiful, but... She's beautiful in a weird way, and then her nipples come out, and, and everything changes. Um, just like Sam Watterson with long hair. I know, I wonder if they were on the set saying, Hey, quote this line from the newsroom. Oh, wear a bow tie. Tell me about the killing fields. Um, so yeah. Um, Sam Watterson's a survivor. So is the M.M. at Walsh. I can't He's on the way out. Calvary's his last movie. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. Calvary, he's, he's If I believe in the concept of a Deadpool, which I don't, he would be on there. He was uh, still kicking. So, so get cast. And, uh, was it... Now, what, you like Calvary a lot. I love Calvary. Yeah. I went to a, I went to a school called Calvary. You did? I remember the theme song. Oh, was it didn't involve the word Brendan Gleeson? No, it involved lots of Jesus shit. Oh. Which is my other fast food restaurant. Jesus shit? Jesus shit. Yeah. It's gonna be a hit. So, uh... What else? What's next on the docket for you? You got any other screenings coming up? This is a no, big one. I, I've, not really. I mean, this is I, Taken Three is on Thursday. I may go see it. Really? Now you saw the second one? I did. What did you think? It was shit. This one's supposed to be worse. Really? Well, Have you heard some reviews? I heard bad. On Badass Digest? Is that what you heard it? Exclusively. Someone, someone saw it on my feed. They said it's sick. They said, think Taken 2, but worse. Maybe I won't go. Really? See, usually they wouldn't screen a movie like that because it's, it's critic-proof. Our bartender's got action, just so you know. I don't know what you're talking about. He's got a tight shirt. Well, keep it to yourself. I want the readers to know. I cannot see, so I'm not going to turn around. Look up bartender's action on Google. You know what I'm talking about. Um, let's see. It's another bartender. All right. The um, the best part of the movie was Brolin. Do you it's agree? amazing. Yeah. yeah. It was so much fun. I like Wilson a lot, too. But Brolin had the meteor role. He's great. He should... He's always casting stuff, and that's the way, the way it should be. I just can't believe he's an, he's an A-lister now. You think he is? Yeah. He tr- I mean, Jonah Hex hurt that a little bit. W? He was in W, too. That helped him. Probably did help him. D- old w, boy? He was, old boy hurt him. No, it didn't. It didn't hurt him. He's, a, he's a tough one. That hurt Spike Lee. Men in Black helped him. He was great. That's a good movie. It's I like not it. a good movie. It is a good movie. I really like it. The Men in Black movies are, in, in particular, I've rewatched them recently with the I kids. agree with you, but I like the third one. The third one's the second best of the three, but that's not saying anything. I'd say it's the best. Number one's the best. Edgar. Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, he's great, though, yeah. There's nothing better than well, Vincent Laura D'Onofrio. Laura Boyle was kind of good in the second one, wasn't she? She was actually kind of good as a bad guy. She was fine. Yeah. But D'Onofrio was next level great. And the girl who played his wife was great. D'Onofrio? The girl who played his wife the in the, on the farm. Remember, she's Edgar. She's like a she's like a backwoods. She's been in a lot of movies. She's one of those underappreciated uh, character actresses. 
Who is the girl with the pimples in the movie? Who looked a little bit like Catherine Waterston? Yeah, pimples and moles. Her yeah, name right. is um, Jonah Newsom. She's a singer, folk artist. Really. Yeah. So she's she did a, the voiceover. She has a yeah. I thought it was the Asian girl. No, it was her doing the voiceover. Okay, the Asian girl was cute. That's funny. She was good. That was a funny subplot. All the all this. That's the thing. There's so many little subplot, like little things that little were tying Little visual in. gags. Yeah. yeah. The what was the name of the whorehouse or whatever? Ah, oh, what was it? Because I get because they had the Golden Fang was the big organization. I thought the, Martin Short would have had a bigger scene. He was pretty great in it though. I heard already it was Does good. He had plastic surgery. No. I mean, he's a funny guy, and he was good in that. Um, I can't remember what they called it. Something, the something stop or station or something. It had something to do with like a feline, I think, like the. Uh, oh, see. Yeah, well, that was the, well, that was one of the things they sold. Uh, a lot of pussy eaters. Pussy, yeah, pussy yeah, eaters. Yeah, it was special. Special. Sold a lot, wasn't it? Hey, thanks. Side salad for you. Awesome. Look at that. Thank you. Delightful. Hey, I appreciate it. Oh, what a difference a day makes. Thank you. Sizzling volcanoes. I would like to have a Euro volcano at the table. Your Euro looks good. I'm jealous, actually. I should have got that. No, that looks great. That's great. No. Um, I ordered the expensive thing yesterday. It's not that expensive, is it? 16? Not too bad. Mine's, mine's 8. Here's 10. Nope. 8? It's about to be 8. What was it? <laughs> Nine. Split the difference. All right. I did not. I did not anticipate a fifty-dollar dinner last night. You ordered like the biggest thing on the menu, almost. No, I didn't. There was many bigger things. I'm not regretting it. It was delightful. You had lobsters, and that's what that's what drove it up. Lobster ganoush. So what else? It's a fun movie. A little long. Yeah. I was a little worried how they may end it, and they did a good job with the ending. If they didn't, uh, a little optimism. It, it didn't cost that much. Well, people coming out of the theater were assholes. Well, it's not going to make a lot of money, I imagine. How much did the masters make? Did it do, was it no. a hit? There will be blood. Was a hit. Yeah. Oscar nominated film, I believe. Did it win? For Daniel Day Lewis? I doubt it. No, I know it didn't win. It might have picture. won. I don't know. Was Johnny Wahlberg any movie? I bet he won. Year? I bet he won. How could he not win? I don't think he did. I bet he did. I don't think he did. Why? Who would beat him that? Who would beat him? That's that the year. Amazing performance. Uli's Gold came out. Peter Fonda? He didn't win. He won. Something else won. I think people were up in arms about it. No, he won. Jeff Bridges won, I think, that year. No. Crazy Heart. Just look it up. 
Uh, my phone's not working. Oh, you can't. My phone's recording. No. I think Jeffrey Bridges won for Crazy Heart. Did he? I'm taking a, I'm taking a stab. He shouldn't have won for that if, if Dan Lewis was against him. I think sure Red won for Spy Game that year. No, that's for sure. I think I think my left foot is the only year he won. He won for There Will Be Blood. I guarantee it. Like the men's warehouse. Guy. I think that was the year that Ewan McGregor won it for Life Less Ordinary, which you love. I like. McGregor's in some movie where he looks like he's like a roughneck. Star Wars? No. He's great. Mm-hmm. He is great. All three leads from Shallow Grave have done a great job. Harry Fox? <laughs> she was the lead in that movie. Yeah. She's probably like, what happened? What? Did anybody notice me in that movie? No. I just got a, good, a nod, like a hello nod from the Boston Marathon bomber that just walked by. That's a... <laughs> well, that's a... Um, that's a good movie, Shallow Grave. I, I actually bought it on this Criterion. Daniel right? Boyle is amazing. Amazing director? Oh, Slumdog, yeah. Great. He's made so many good movies. Millions. Millions is great. Millions is great. Sunshine's okay. Love it. I tried to rewatch it recently. I watched it. It was too late. But uh, Train Spotting's all timer. Yeah. I love Sunshine. Um, I don't hate the beach. I don't like it that much. But I like the book a lot. And then what did he do? He did another great one. Loyal? He did something that flopped, like big time. He did something recently recently that flopped, yeah. Yeah. It was similar to Millions, I think. Look it up. Nope. Huh. Look it up. I'm forgetting one of his movies, though. I think we're forgetting maybe more than one. Shallow Grave, Transpotting, Life Less Ordinary, The Beach. Those are the first four. Oh, 28 Days Later. Great. Yeah. That's right. Fuck. 20 Days Later, then Millions. I forget that he did that, I guess. I always then, forget. There's something between Millions and Slumdog. Are you sure? Maybe. I think there's something after, or re- more recent. Yeah, he did something recently, but it was... I didn't, it wasn't even interesting enough a concept to watch. He did something for the Olympics and McGregor did voiceover. The opening ceremony? So I'm having regrets about my 100 list. I forgot a major one. What? District 9. Oh, wow. Where would you put it? One. And who would, no. <laughs> and who would, who would get kicked? I guess your top one. I guess your 100 would. No, I didn't do the, the last 20 weren't in order. Right. Um, I don't know. I'd have to. I, I'll probably do some sort of a postscript. 
Oh, and you got Ferngully too, you forgot. We'll probably keep Quest for Fire Rock. Starter House Rules. <laughs> that was your number eight. You said it the way I say it. It's like the Cider House rules. <laughs> um, Muppets Most Wanted. That stays. I think... Um, did you keep track of my list when I was doing the uh, updating the... Um, accidentally leaking my remainder of my list? What site was it on? Chug. No. Yeah, I did. I was I was reading it sometimes. There's some great ones in there. What? Patty Rocks. Rotor. What Rotor? It's R period, O period, T period. I don't remember it. It's a close buckle of the movie from the 80s. Speaking of, there's an article on Chud today, loving on hardware. I know. I, I read some. The of movie it. sucks. It, it still sucks. It doesn't suck. I like that movie. It's definitely a weird movie. I think it was my second least theater experience of all time. First was your first. Barbed wire. Why did you go to see barbed wire? Because we saw everything. We saw everything that came out. <laughs> Why was it... <laughs> Why was it the worst? Because because it's barbed wire. Or did something else happen. About 15 minutes in the movie, I actively tried to sleep through it. Things kept waking me up, so I left and I slept in my car while I waited for everybody to get out of the movie. That's how bad it was. That's how much I hated Jack that movie. Jack Noseworthy wasn't good enough for you to reason for you to stay. <laughs> Jack Noseworthy. He's in it. Don't you remember? He plays her. He plays her blind brother. I didn't even see it. And I know that. He. he He's blind in it. He has to pretend he's blind in barbed wire. That's what you're trying to do. You're, you're trying to fall asleep. He's like, hey, is he doing a Jack Noseworthy person? That's how much he likes the movie? What's Jack Noseworthy's claim to fame? Dead at 21? Don't say Con Air. Show? Don't say Con Air. He's not in that. I don't think he is. No, he's in Breakdown. I think he's in Con Air. He's not in Con Air. You're getting everything wrong tonight. No, he's, I think he's in Con Air. Like what? Because before I knew who he was, before the internet really, right. I thought MC Ganey's name was Jack Noseworthy. I don't think he's in Con Air, and MC Ganey is definitely in Con Air. I think I saw them both in the credits, and I assumed that that was who MC Ganey was. Noseworthy's in there. He's got a bit part. I know Con Air. I think he's in it. I think so. It's your bet. I'm going to pause. Noseworthy time. <laughs> so the research was done. And Jack Noseworthy and MC Ganey both appeared in Breakdown. And that's where I got them confused. Right. I love MC Ganey. How's your food? It's good. Yeah, How's your confessions? Mine's, mine's gone. Want some muscles around? I got plenty. That's a lot. Did you clear this music, by the way? Yeah. You know who didn't clear it? Boys. 
Come on. Oh, that's come two, on now. Two days in a row, two podcasts in a row, two Michael Jackson child predator jokes in a row. Another day in your life. Don't stop till you get enough. That's my motto. Um, so, what else? Should look at our topic sheet and start going through it. We're supposed to cast uh, Street Fighter. Mm. Alright, I'll start off. We're serious. Let's get the archetype down first. Okay. Vega. Vega with the blades? Mask wearing, acrobatic, theatrical. And, Ve- and blades for arms or something? Who's that? That's Baraka. But who, what is Vega's. Very, very acrobatic and dexterous. Theatrical. Like one of the least popular characters of the series. Uh, An early boss, I think. So you got to think of somebody flamboyant, skinny, and acrobatic. Jack Noseworthy. No. He's gay. Is he really? Yeah. Not flamboyant, but... He's out of the closet? Yeah. He's an out actor. But that explains why he hasn't been hired lately, doesn't it? Possibly. MC Ganey's in every movie ever, straight. Jack Noseworthy comes out of the closet, hired, is never. MC, is MC Ganey straight? Yeah. Look at that man. Pussy coming at him from every angle. Remember his peep, very clearly. Oh. <laughs> sideways, no pussy coming no at him. sideways. That's not where they got the title from. <laughs> if they named it after that scene, it would be... Barely. You're coming right at you. Him and Killian Murphy are starting a movie together called The Barelys. The wind, the wind blows through the barely. He wasn't packing. Um, so Vega, I'm going to go with uh, Vincent Cassell is Vega. Oh yeah, you're really you are taking it seriously. I'm taking it dead serious. Street Fighter, man. I got all the money in the world. I'll tell you the director's going to be soon. I've, once I figure it out. Uh, I'm bad at these games. Vega. Vega is uh, is Vincent Cassell. He's a, he's worked in makeup. He's worked in mask. He's he's been portrayed as acrobatic. Perfect. Um, and that's guaranteed box office. Okay, so you think I get for Vega? Nominate a character. Oh, you want to? Oh, I don't have to go for Vega. Can you beat Vincent Cassell? Give up. Oh, this is like a co-production? Yeah. You can't say Seymour Cassell. Um, so you, can, you could disagree and come up with a better one. I sure could. Yes, please. Can I get another shot of that? No, they're uh, coffee and uh, uh, coffee. That was Grandma, wasn't it? Grandma, yeah. Yeah, no, another coffee, please. Um... So let's see, who would I cast as Sam Watterson's daughter? Hey, go ahead, you go. That again. was a fake bush on her that wasn't it. Looks fake. I wasn't looking that hard, I guess. I was looking hard. Why would it be fake? It just looked theatrical bush. Um, alright, so I'll nominate another character. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna go with somebody famous. Um Let's do let's do let's do Cammy. British, blonde. Kylie Minogue. That's who the later in the original. Um, that's who played her in the classic. 
Thank you. Right. Yeah. Who would you get, Fergie at this point, just to continue that through line? Yes. We still work no, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. You guys anything else? No, I don't think so. It's a good song. I used to hate it, but it's pretty, it's aged well. Very good. David Bowie's Let's Dance. Yeah. Father of the director of Moon. Father of the Natasha Kinski and Cat People. So, um, you're going to cast Cammy? No, we were going to, one of us was going to. Oh. I knocked we it out of the park. I was, I was making a suggestion. What about Taylor Swift? Boom. Solved. Solved. Had to don a British accent though, but that's easy. I would make her southern. Let's, let's, we don't have to play. Then she'd have to be called Tammy. Yeah. What about? Uh, okay, you nominate a character. Well, let's go. Let's go with uh, M. Bison. M. Bison, portrayed by Raul Julia to no effect in his final performance. Well, he was super sick during that. Yeah. Um, M. Bison is a, a pompous. He's like a pompous. Commando. Commando with bizarre... Vin- Fascist. B- b- bizarre attacks. A lot of attacks where he's not looking at you while he's doing it. <laughs> when he stands on your head, he's facing the other direction. It's like, I can't even be bothered to look at you while I do this. <laughs> That's one thing they always say about him, bizarre attacks. Bizarre attacks, it's like he's sightseeing during the fight. So who could give that, 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 that have that kind of acrobatic and also that disinterest? I, I got it. Yeah. Juan de Jardin. Oh, well, he's definitely the Raul Julia esque. He's better. Do you still want to go to that route? You want to? You, so you're trying to mirror the original? I'm not trying to mirror shit. He sounds like it when you cast John Desjardins. Yeah. He's fucking solid. Good looking man. I could believe him standing on somebody's head and looking the other way. Disgust? Not in disgust. It's kind of disinterested. Yeah. disinterested yeah. Almost like uh, in uh, Ronan the Accuser in Guardians of the Galaxy. He doesn't even care about the fight he's in, he's already thinking about lunch. Well, like Meryl Streep they'd be a little gender reverse Meryl Bison no Meryl <laughs> that's what the M stands for yeah um, I knocked it out of the park okay keep that man working take yeah. care of that thanks thanks it's out of the park now that's it's not even yeah. I nominate I'm gonna you go with, for who it's my turn you nominated uh, M. Bison yeah, okay, I'll see you. So I thought you were already casting. I, I, can't, I, keep, I, can't, I can't keep getting this perfect. Blanca. A beast, electrical. He's not electrical, is he? Yeah, he, he can electrocute you. One of his special moves. Tap the A button really fast to electro- electrocute the dick out of you. He's really, yeah, he's really... He, uh, he's another one. Face the other direction when he kicks you. He's feral. He's huge. So you're taking, you're looking at somebody that can work with makeup. Yeah, definitely. Perlman's getting a little old. Getting. He'd be perfect though. I'm listening to his autobiography right That's now. Great. He, yeah. He talks about everything. He talks about how he really wants to play Blanca. <laughs> his dream. His dream role. Yeah. Any role where he can face the other way while kicking you. <laughs> I yeah, I listened to the Sam Raimi interview on um, the Nerdist I don't know if you you know you don't listen to that I hate Chris Harbour so much but uh this is a good interview you should listen to it Ramey is great it made me miss miss him when he was good he's still good 
And you would love that interview. I'm, I'm sure. I, I, I'll download it. I Listen think I may have downloaded it. He does a lot of talking it, so it's not... Chris Hardwick is a nightmare. He's a nice guy, I think. Yeah, it's a problem. There's no room in ni- for nice guys in this business. He seems like a nice guy. I don't know. So who would you you're, who are you gonna cast this fucking M Bison? I don't know why you're talking about Sam Raimi. M Bison, where do that? I mean, it's Blanca. Um. Don't even George Saint Pierre me. Don't do that. It's already played Batrock. You Dan Hedaya could use some of his own hair. <laughs> Talk about guys getting up there. Nah, he's old. Yeah, he's probably. Already- no, I mean he's from. He's getting up there. Or you can go like a Clancy Brown's already played Sabretooth. What? Clancy Brown's already played Sabretooth in my dreams. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so that's I'd, I'd go for that. Well, you have a better bite. Uh, I, I don't. Because I would. Go, day, that's a bad. That's a bad. It's bad for me. What about um? What about um? Oh wait. I, yeah. Mel Gibson is Blanca. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Finally, finally a... Remember they always... Some people fan, fan cast him as, like, Wolverine. Remember a long time ago? Yeah. I still fan cast him as Wolverine. He's, Plus still, it, he's like, still pretty young. He's, just still, he's not even 60 yet. No, no he's so. great. He, Plus, burned, he blew his career way early. Yeah, but Blanca's, like... And he'd be perfect. Blanca's, like, spinning anti-juicler. Oh, yeah. That he does. That that's perfect. in the Super Street Fighter. Um, go ahead. Let's he try. must have torpedoed his career when he was in his mid forties. I guess it was a long time ago. It wasn't. It wasn't that long ago. It's why the Late internet. 40s? It was. It's when the internet was all up in everybody's business. I bet you it's seven, eight years. Oh, it's been longer than that. It's long enough for Get the Gringo. Which actually is kind of good for a while. I, yeah, I tried to. I tried to like it. First half is pretty good. I tried to like Edge of, Edge of um, Darkness, too. That's such a bad movie. Brian Hagelin? Hagelin? Is it? He wrote it? He I, think directed, he, I think right? he directed it. It was a TV movie. They no, remade. it was They oh, remade really? it, yeah. Uh, I think a well-received TV movie. So? How's the daughter do? She dies? Murder. She dies at the beginning, right? Yeah. Anybody else in that movie? Yeah, there's a guy that you really like in it. He always plays kind of like a John Slattery. Uh, he plays like he always plays like a no. I mean, John Slattery's law playing, enforcement guy. Playing Guile. <laughs> oh, he's too too old. Too amazing. He plays Storm, the X Men. Um, I don't know. Guile. I said on Wilson. I like that pick. Skinny jeans. Who was your go-to character in the game? Yeah, I had two. Let me think for a second, because I, I, I always played guys I wanted to be good that weren't. Like Lu, Lu Lei Fong. He's an awful character, but I wanted to use him. He did that little Bruce Lee strut. Told him. I always did a Mortal Kombat. I was, but I could never settle on one character because. I always wanted to try them all, and I could never do any of their moves. They're all, yeah. I was a big, uh, I liked Ryu, of course, because he's, his moves are easy to I know. I never even played, I don't think I ever played Ryu. His move, he had easy moves. It was easy to figure out his moves. I played, my two were Guile. I love Guile, the long leg Sonic kick, Boom, long, Sonic Boom. And I love Chun-Li. 
Oh, E Honda. E Honda, I could not play. Love E Honda. Because I pretended like I was working Gene Simmons the whole time. <laughs> See, some of the characters were cheap, like like um, like uh, Blanca was cheap because you can electrocute your ass all the time. I didn't even know you could electrocute. That's why you lose. I never really win. That's for sure. <coughs> I need some change. Um, Chun Li is pretty good. I could. I think that's the my most successful was with Chun Li. I always like Guile, but because I could, I knew how to do his his squat kicks. No, oh, when you, know, you, you crouch like down and then, you, oh, because you could crouch down and then when they walk up to you, do your yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't know many moves. I was never good at the fighting games. You know what I did download? They had it for free on PlayStation Four. Um, is the the game that you like? The fighting game with the superheroes. Oh, uh, you, Injustice. Yeah, it's great. They have like the whole. The whole thing, like everything, the extra too. Is it still free? It's if you're in PlayStation Plus. I'm on that bitch. Yeah, you could download it. I don't, it yeah, it's going away though. Check, do it tonight. Because they're, they're replacing those free games. I can't be bothered. You love that game. I love it. I play on the PSP. The yeah, Vita. Vita. I never played. Some there? of the spin- some finishing moves are hilarious. And they and that game. Yeah. How do like, you learn them? Just experimenting. It was a very similar. It's, it's the Mortal Kombat engine, if I remember right. There's a story mode. There's a story mode and stuff. Sort of, yeah. Actually, yes, there is. I love it. Like, like you, like you'd, you'd, you'd be working a character, and all of a sudden, you grab the guy, crash through the wall, take him into space, hit him with a planet, fucking throw him down. It's amazing, crazy really? shit. Yeah. And Superman's kind of bad in this. My right? favorite character was Bob Kane. I'd work him, and then it'd cool. You, you like grab somebody, and then you'd be. Deprived of your your rights to a character, a cool finishing move. Did they do that to the game? The joke still works. <laughs> I think they did do it to Kane. They did it to all those bastards. I know. And then, now he's dead. Yeah, I think it's a shame. Thanks for ruining my joke. <laughs> Jokes still work. <laughs> Are you still recording? Fuck yeah, man. Oh, you can't stop this. Keep, keep recording it. Oh, that's my favorite Slick Rick record. Hey, we're uh, trying to pay. Get, get this on. Oh, my God. They did a great... There's a painting on the wall that is a, a cover of the Lakeshore Entertainment opening. <laughs> that's, the kind of, that's the kind of picture you walk into the, the art store, and the first... It's the guy that's like... I gotta go buy some art. Yeah, I'm gonna take it. in one second later. That one. I'm gonna take a picture of this painting and and it'll be the uh, embedded image on the podcast when you see it on Chud. It's uh, some local artist, I guess, did their own impersonation of the of the little opening crawl of of Lakeshore Entertainment's real. Or it, it's that kid grown up. Yeah. It's that kid from the thing grown up. Looks like he looks like uh, Telly Savalas. It looks like Sloth from Goonies. Put a little lie pop falling Falling out. Falling out. <laughs> it's called... It's called... It's Dancing called, the lollipop right out my The name of this painting is Can Barely Survive Due to Tiny Feet. <laughs> you think G 
Jesus was on that beach walking along. Do you think those feet could hold up a full grown man? Is that what is, is Jesus carrying him there? Is <laughs> Jesus, that what's happening? Jesus is discarding him there. <laughs> the name of the the name of the painting is Too Bad for Jesus. He's not even good enough for that shit. Oh my god. That's great. so happy about Africa by Toto <laughs> play all the classics tonight how much is yours you know what yours is yeah it's gonna be about 27 alright well I have change you do I'll just put it on my on my secret credit card 27 after tip I think yeah mine goes up about 20 yeah yeah I go about 27 Salt. See me just do math right in front of you, right? Another 20. Oh, you took both? Yeah, got it. You said 27. I gave you the yeah, yeah, yeah. Magic. I can't believe they made a painting of that. You gotta take a picture of it. I will. That's the best news. Do you think we'll have fans after this? We recorded two restaurants. Yeah, it's in like. A car. Yeah. And we're recording in the car after this, probably, right? Yeah, why the hell not? Opera Diem, Mediterranean food. This restaurant used to have a, a, a painting of beautiful tits on the wall, and they had to, I guess they had to take it down because people were complaining. Is it naked? Yeah, it's naked, beautiful. No, it's a photo. It's like a black and white photo of naked tits that was beautiful. You make it sound beautiful. I think it was John Matuzak in the photo. Was the woman jumping like that in the photo? <laughs> Some covered up somewhat. So that's it. Perfect. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the movie? Hair advice. I mean, like I said, I like the I like the interaction he had with Owen Wilson in that movie a lot. But you know, anything with Brolin in it too. Um, I think you're bringing a lot of emotional stuff into that. Probably Owen Wilson. Ah, you liked Owen Wilson. I he love Owen Wilson. Laugh. Yeah, he was cute. Cute scene. Um. Jenna that Malone gentleman was with, yeah. yeah. She dropped in for like one scene. Who, who's the lady that played the rich older lady? I don't know. Maya Rudolph was in there, cameo. Looking awful. Pregnant at the time, by the way. Always pregnant. She had, had four kids. Are you kidding me? They had four kids together, yeah. And who's Here. the husband? Him. Who? Paul Thomas Anderson. She's great. She's great. A great actress. She's actor. solid. She's had four kids with him already? Yeah. Like so. Well, this movie better do well. Well. Eric uh, Roberts was in it barely. Yeah, but he's fun. Uh, playing, his, playing the same character from The Expendables. He must have been excited to get... You know, like, there, someone else is in it like Eric Roberts that they had to be kind of excited to be in it. Like, actually have, like, a legit movie. Actually, Eric Roberts has a, uh, a radio show. A podcast? He was on a podcast that I listened to. I think Jay Moore... Yeah. And he's 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 keeping it real. What do you mean? Like he's he's happy. He's got he's happily married. He does like this uh, radio show. What is it? Radio? You mean like in L.A.? In L.A. Yeah. But it's not a podcast. It's a it's a radio show. I think. Radio show. It's terrestrial. Why is he on the radio? Because he's Eric Roberts. It's like kind of a little bit of a meditation and shit. You think like he's that. still jealous of Julia? I don't think he cares. I think he I think he used to be very jealous. She's she is so underappreciated to me. 
think she's so underappreciated. I like her. She's great in uh, great in Charlie Wilson's War. Great in Oceans. Great in Aaron Brockovich. Great in Mystic Pizza. Sleeping in the Anime. Bergen okay. in the house. Bergen and the guy with the curly hair. Kevin Anderson? Anderson. Kevin J. Anderson. No. No. That guy, Kevin Anderson? Just, that guy fucking... Kevin took, Anderson? He took the walk. He was in that and I Have God and that's it. No, he was in one other one. What? The movie that broke him. <laughs> he got shot in Sleeping in that movie. He's okay. Remember? He got shot in the shoulder. It's hard to have curly hair and survive in Hollywood or life as a man. Bergen is pretty great in that movie. It's a not Patrick Bergen sucks. And uh, Julia Roberts is beautiful in that movie. Sleeping with Enemy, but it is it is bad. Pelican Brief. You remember? I you fell know, asleep you remember, in that remember movie. What did her undoing in the sleep Sleeping with Enemy, which yes, we're talking about. Do you remember what? What was her undoing? Because you know the premise of the movie was that she was with Sleep Bergen. With, she's sleeping with the enemy. Well, she's married to Bergen. He's super abusive. Like yeah. So the what happens is he. She's definitely afraid of water. And afraid uh, of water. Water. She okay. won't go. To, so then the neighbor, I think, they invite her out on the boat. It's stormy. She falls overboard. Apparently drowns. You know, Bergen devastated. Can't. Can't beat her. Doesn't understand where. Yeah, they can't find the body. He's devastated. But then he starts to. Realizes something might be up because he because he read the script. Well, so you see what happens is like she had taken swimming lessons. I think what tips him off, somebody calls to, to say that their condolences and they I, I knew her from swimming lessons or something. And he's like swimming lessons. She oh. hated water, and so um, starts to dig. And so I, what happened was she spot on performance. By the way, she, she takes she takes. I thought uh, Patrick Bergen was standing next to me. She takes swimming lessons. Did she plan this whole thing? But they show her. They show her um, go back to the house and start packing. Like she's, you know, because she like swims ashore. She knows ashore. she's going to drown. And she swims ashore, starts packing, you know, does all this stuff. But what her big undoing, I think, is that she she flushes her wedding ring down the toilet and Bergen, like, finds it. That, and when he opens her drawer, there's like a, there's a spot in the dust where her bathing suit was. Perfectly retold. Perfectly. I guess. By the way, that might be my next weird watching is sleeping, sleeping with the enemy. It's worth it. What's my first one? It's gonna be a uh, Sound of Thunder. Oh hell yeah, that shit's going down. You think that's on DVD? Is it is on DVD? It's gotta be on iTunes. I might as well just buy it outright. I hope it's less than forty dollars. <laughs> oh my god, Sound of Thunder. <laughs> they released it. They released it unfinished. That is a great. That is a great thing. I might have to watch it tonight now too. Think, That's like when they released an inmate. Think it's on Netflix. I mean, maybe it's on streaming. No, I always check the updated. Net- I I've got a. My phone gives me a warning if that's available on Netflix. Netflix is like. It's hard to na- do. You find it as an old person. Do you find it hard to navigate? Like they don't. I'm just tired of watching that Sandra Bullock movie. There's not a. a the, what? The net. So I, I, I just wonder if there's a better way to organize it than those weird categories where nothing's alphabetized. It's awful. They should just let you have a... Like a I mean, the search works because the search... I always search for yeah, movies that they never the have. The whole point of Netflix is to find something, to stumble on something. I know. That's their, that's their thinking. It's just I don't like that thinking anymore. And it doesn't seem like everything is featured that's available. So it's like they're tailoring it to you or something. I don't like that. I hope it's, I hope it's better quality than the Apple, like, uh, Genius... 
It's like, oh, based on your library, you'd like Pokemon. My kids watch the Croods like every other day, and so now they think, they're like, Justin, here's all the cavemen movies that we have. Well, we've also added you to a Fender Locator. Croods is great. I like is it movie. really? I like that movie, man. Oh, man, it looks so bad. You never saw it? No. The trailer was one of my least favorites ever. I really ever. like it. Yeah, I didn't think it was good either, but you know, I thought I talked to you about this. Cage is great in it. Like, his performance is great in it. I, It'll make that, you... Nicholas Cage is not a selling point. He put, I didn't think so either, but he put... He plays the. Did about he the, know it was a cartoon? About the cruise. Did he think it was live action when I'm they were like, making it? Talking they, about had him, they had him in a motion yes, capture suit. Yes, we're talking about the cruise. <laughs> they had him in a motion capture suit. Andy Serkis was lecturing him on how to do it. Well, imagine his surprise on opening day when he realized. He's great. He's super great in it. Like he. Who else is in it? Plays a. He plays a. Um, I know he plays a damn caveman. <laughs> plays a father who uh, just his character is like he has a family. He doesn't want. Them to do, and he's petrified of right. anything. It's basically happening. it's Finding Nemo all and over want, again. But he, want, he does not want them it's to do anything. Finding Nemo in a fucking fur. <laughs> so Emma Stone's in it. Ryan Reynolds, Nicholas Cage. Um, Let me guess. They they, they escaped. They escaped the sanctity of home and experience adventures. And, and, and at the end of the story, they're together, and he realizes he was being too oppressive. Yeah, it wasn't being impressive. He was just being fear, too fearful. Yeah. Yeah, of course, that's how it's going to go. But, but it's what great. was the catalyst for him being so scared? What happened in his past? Well, that's the thing. They have a cool, the funny thing at the beginning where they they have all these neighbors. Yeah. And so then Emma Stone's talking they're about they're called cavers. Thank you, man. And so they're all these families, and they just keep showing. Nice. They just keep showing all the animals that ate them, and so all their neighbors get eaten by different animals, and so then Nicholas Cage just he's done. Finding Nemo. It's great. It's really a fun movie. I liked it. They're, my my daughter's absolutely obsessed with it, so that makes me like like it even more. Your, your kids would like it. You don't like your my kids. kids have seen it. Your kids won't. They don't think they like. The I don't. Lo- I don't love my kids enough to watch it with them. I've seen. They've they've seen the crew. They saw the crudes in the theater. They're you're part gonna, of. The, you're gonna watch. They're part of Sound the problem. Of Thunder, but you won't watch crudes. Fuck yeah. They're gonna make a sequel to it. Sound of Thunder two. <laughs> Who's in it? They're bringing the half-rendered dinosaur back. <laughs> you, that is going to be insane to watch. It's like on a platform. There's like they're on this platform. Remember? I haven't seen it. So they, you never saw it? I saw a piece of it on on TV and I turned it away. You're not going to believe it. Here we go. You're not going to believe it. Let's see if this action's hanging out. T Rex. Do you want to do dueling? Dueling commentary, or should we just arrange a distant sound of thunder date night? We could do that. I'll watch it with you. You have to bring a laptop so we could type up time code and comments. That's fine. I can do that. I mean, you know, it's, it's a tradition that many people have. And the award for loserest people goes to. <laughs> that's the garland. I'm just weak. How come we win that every year? You like it? It's no. It's all style. There's no. They don't have a good. Good approach. Oh come on! No, seriously, I wanted to like it. Throw a bone. I'll actually be there tomorrow night. What? Me and Mike. Are, hate it so me much? and Mike are gonna. I'm gonna take him to like three or four cigar bars to show him what, how they do it tomorrow night. You taking him to good ones or the ones you don't like? I'm taking him to that one. I'm taking him to uh, Highland, Prohibition, and uh, you like Prohibition and uh, Dantana's. You like Dantana's? Love it. 
Prohibition I used to love, but I don't love it anymore. Why? Because Bob's gone. Oh, yeah, you like Best bartender in history. What's he doing Who now? listens to this podcast? What's he doing now? He's, uh, op- he opened up a new place called uh, Grain. It's in the city. I need to go see him, too. Maybe we'll stop by there tomorrow. Please tape up. Yeah, I think somebody somebody took a, to- a tooth somebody there. somebody got shot in the, like, the rear here. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I think they're okay. Maybe that's what that is. Somebody got shot in the ass? Yeah, I think so. And that's a police crime scene? That's where the ass shot happened? Maybe. I don't sure? know got murdered, yeah. I don't mind if people get murdered. I do. I don't like that. I'm, I'm going to get... By the way, if I do get murdered... Yeah. There's a man named Henry you might want to question. <laughs> Is that his name? Yeah, his name's Henry. you got to start being nice to him. No, fuck that. I, I, I stood... I, I, I was... I'm the, I took the high ground in that situation. I was, I was an up-and-up dude. It's a stretch. I'm sure you... I'm sure you said something. I did not. I totally didn't. You didn't? I totally didn't. I was, I was, I was, I was cool as shit. I heard you say, nice hair! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you did. You're, you're good, you're a good, um, customer service person, so. We both have, we both have that hero complex thing where we feel there's an injustice being done. That we kind of say shit. Uh Like if somebody's, um, mucked their cards and they haven't or they have. Or if uh, wait, you talking about me? I'm t- yeah, you do it. No, I do I it too. Do. You got to shut up. You have to you have to defend your honor. Somebody's honor. Preetsy's honor. We're about to get in a goddamn car. I'm gonna pause this nightmare. Hold on a second. Oh, it's perfect. Thirty. Minutes. Ambient noise. We're back. Little James Brown. Little Steve. Little Steve. 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 Remember when I told you he's going to be present more? Not exactly. Would you invite him tonight? No. He wouldn't come to this. No, he wouldn't. It's his first day back at work. It's everybody's first day back at work, unless you're an idiot like me who's in the in the in the retail sector, retail and bar sector, getting fucking fucked. Well, you're doing other things. I'm I'm, I'm a delight. It's her story. Big fan of uh, Bryce, uh, what's her name? Dallas Howard? No, the other one. The girl from Green Lantern. Blake Lively. I like her. Savages. I do like her too. You like you like Savages too much. Nope. Yeah. I embrace it wholeheartedly. It didn't make top 100 though. It doesn't make my, make my top 500, but it's an entertaining movie. Well, Benicio showed up in this. Yeah. He had like a little kind of like a side role. Playing a maritime lawyer. That's, I'm tired of him getting typecast. It was good to see him show. I like him. Oh, he's great. He's my he's my favorite person named Del Toro. That's not true. That's not true. Sushi sushi subs. What do you think? Sushi subs. Yeah. You need one. I uh, fuck yeah, I need one. Yeah. Once. What would you get on that? What kind of roll would you get on that? Sushi. White or wheat? I thought it sounds. Oh. This I'm doesn't saying. sound very appetizing. So here, this is what, this is what I was, I was saying. So what kind of roll would you get? I'll get white. <laughs> what kind of roll would like sushi roll would you get? You know, you know those sushi rolls. Uh, I get Games. Uh, the I'd get the uh, tuna crunch wrap. White or wheat? Or do you want to do you want to wrap? I want seven grain. 
Seven grain? Yeah. Uh, what are the, yeah, seven grain or like Asiago cheese. Oh, we don't, we don't do that. We do white or wheat at the sub shape. A little mayo on there? Don't know. That is spicy mayo, yeah. Well, here's your, here's your order, sir. There's the hot pepper bar to your right. <laughs> I don't know if, I don't know if this place is going to take off. It's going to be delicious. Do you want some, uh, a little honey glaze. You can throw it on top. I, you know, we could. I could get like a hibachi girl in there too. And just... so, chocolate sushi. Oh yeah. Can you That's pull that dessert. off for dessert? Can yeah. you pull that shit off? I'm gonna fondue the sushi. Yeah. Both uh, my other. Oh, I, I love Henry Winkler in that role. It's great. Recently listened to the Henry Winkler installment of the Gilbert Gottfried podcast, <laughs> and I'm not kidding. It's good. It's awful. Homeless? Who, no. Who was good? Who was awful? play a game as we pass people, homeless or student. Um, Gilbert Gottfried's kind of serious on his show. And what, he has a show. So a podcast called like, the Gilbert, Gilbert Gottfried Hours. It's like the Amazing Hour or something like that. Hello. Henry Winkler on the phone. I don't know how he had the time. Um, do you ever listen to the Dana Gould podcast? No. It's, it's a funny podcast you might want to try out. Dana Gould's really funny. You're a big fan. Spe- I am he, a big fan. He, he peaked with Gex. I don't ever even remember him for the for the 3DO. He voiced um, he voiced a lizard. He's funny, man. I think you'd really you'd like. You his, gave me one of his albums. Probably, I probably gave you his first album. It's the one that was free. Yeah, his first his first album came free after like ten years. He was giving it out, um, and then he has got he's had some recent stuff. I've watched his recent specials and stuff. He's funny. He's almost as funny as Elliot Gould. Not as funny as Jason Gould. He's surly, a little surly on Twitter. I think you'd like him. Well, we're right near Outright. What used to be Outright. What's in that? I'm trying to see. Because we used to go to this. This used to be a real Flying Biscuit. Yeah. That was like a mom and pop kind of thing. Right. What's it? No, it's it's still Flying Biscuit, but it's become corporatized. Still great food. Yeah. But that used to be like like a sensational place to sneak out. We come down here all the time just for that. Yeah. Folks, if you're in Atlanta, you could do a lot worse than stopping for a breakfast at the Flying Biscuit. That's good. And if you're in the mood for a gay book, you're out of luck. It's a fucking sandwich shop. It's called Tent that Piedmont is called. That's fucked up. You got sushi there? That's fucking stupid. Where's a brother gotta go to get a gay book? Um, oh, we forgot, you know, who else was in that movie? In which movie? Inherent Vice? Yeah. Uh, Omar. Omar, very briefly. Michael K. K- kind of wasted. He's at one scene. He's on the poster, though. Yeah, actually, I, 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 I didn't want to say this, but that was a, that was a, I don't think he was, uh, I don't think he's, he's trained as an actor for that kind of a role. What are you talking about? It just seemed, it seemed very, he seemed like he was trying too hard. He's fine. I love him, but I think it was, it was kind of a... You like him with Chalky White? Yeah, he's amazing. He's my favorite. He may be my favorite character overall. Do you know that um, that Wahlberg wants Scorsese to direct, to direct a boardwalk movie? No, but no, that's not true. He was he wants to get Scorsese's permission for it to be Wahlberg's directorial debut. Oh, really? Yeah. Which I'd be all for. Because it's just... It's all about the... It's, all, it's just all about the bartender. The bartender? Yeah, it's just like a minor character. I'm kidding. That show ended, right? 
it's or dead. not? It's done. And how, how did it finish? It finished well. This last season was the best season of the show. And you like Bobby kind of... No, he wasn't in there. He was like in three, who was your season fa- three. Who was your favorite this season? You mentioned somebody. Um, you like Michael Shannon a lot. Michael Shannon, this was... I didn't like him that much until this season. I've always loved Shea Wiggum on the show. Uh, I think... Uh, I mean, but I think Michael K. Williams may be the best of all of them on that show. Best character? Best character, best performance. Best scar. No, that's Jeremy Irons. Was he a good guy, bad guy? Everybody bad guy? Everybody's shades of gray, but I think he's... He's kind of a... He's kind of a um, good guy. I mean, he's a crime, He's a criminal, and he's done horrible things, but he's a sympathetic character for sure. And Jack Houston, he got killed off. Spoiler. But why? Because that was kind of a breakout character. So. It was. He sure So was that hard to see him go? Or was it a good death? What? It was. A, it was telegraphed a bit. And the way that I hate when they do this on TV shows is when they give somebody a very tender moment or like something that's like a, like the foreshadowing. It's like, let's give them one more, like, big scene right, and then before saying goodbye. It's such a cheap tactic that they do. I like it when they surprise you. But, yeah, it was fine. It was a little, it was a little, it, it was out of, it was in contrast with the rest of the show, though, because they gave him this, this very poetic death moment, and no other characters get that on that show. So it was like, they knew that they had a big character and all that, and they, uh, they did it wrong. Like, there's another character who was kind of his adversary, who you don't know anything's wrong, and then he shows up in pieces in a box. That's better. And who killed him? And, then, and, then, and the following episode is just mad attempts at CPR. That's a good license point. Two, three. That's Anton Shakur's car. Um, and so, and you really hated The Sun's final season. There were two very good episodes, and the rest were ass asshole. And the finale was the finale looked, was the work of an amateur, like a teenager to me. Did uh, did people agree? Did people hate it? It was polarizing, but Sons of Anarchy is a weird show because it's edgy for people who don't know what edgy television is. Right. So there's a lot of people who I like, who I think have decent taste on the surface for stuff, but I think Sons of Anarchy they latched onto it as of the same quality as Sopranos or Wire or Breaking Bad and it's not even fair. It's like comparing but you, you 48 kind of, hours to but you kind of another 48 hours. First. You thought it was amazing at first. I thought it was fun. I never thought it was like oh. the, the Cracker Jack writing or anything but it had the good sense to, to hire some great character actors and it was it was fun. Do you think Sutter kind of lost his way? Yeah. Yeah, it was too long. He was not interested? No, he was. He was. He thought he was making a masterpiece. Really? You follow him on Twitter? Yeah. But he's 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 uh, he's limited. He's seems like a goofy guy a little bit. He's a good actor too. Actually, he was good on the show. Was it? Yeah. But honestly, Kim Coates, you know, Tommy Flanagan, Tommy Flanagan, uh, Mark Boone Jr., um, Henry Rollins at one point. Um, I mean, there's this great. Adam Arkin was great on it. Donald Logue was he, he was good Donald Logue Donald Wait he was on a few shows at once I'm trying to remember which one I thought he was great in He's on Vikings He was good on Vikings Very good on Vikings so it's, He was a Wasn't he like a Cop or FBI guy In Sons or something He was, was like, like Yeah, law he, yeah he was a Manipulator And uh Great on Terriers 
He's excellent Terriers. I love that show. Vikings is a good show. You should watch it. You do like it? I do. Yeah, if I watched the first two seasons. Is he done on it? Spoiler. He got killed? Yeah. God, he always gets killed. Gabriel Byrne was on the show first season, too. On Vikings? Yeah. He was just like the second lead in the first season. How'd that do? How'd he do? He, he, he's no more. He perished. That's a, that's a brutal show. There's a, people don't don't end well on that show. It's like a show that's on A&E or something. What channel is that it's on? It's on History, History Channel, channel yeah. yeah. It's a hit. It's a big hit. It's a huge... It's the a guy big. that... The lead in that got the lead in World of, in the Warcraft movie. Really? Yeah. He's really good. Duncan Jones. But uh, the, the guy who plays his brother, I think would be a superstar if he had like like a role that gave it to him because he's a good looking guy he's very big and muscular and all that yeah. and he's a good actor and he's got that look that works you know he should, if he was in Magic Mike he'd be a star now oh and, and I'd have a big boner you were, you visited the set a big boner of Magic I guess Mike, I, I guess I let that shit out of the bag oh I'm sorry that's no, alright I went on the set of three movies in the in the tail end of last year I can name two of them. Name them. Vacation? Yep. Magic Mike 2. And? I don't know the third. Batman vs. Superman. Oh, that's right. I do remember you up there. Yep. What was your favorite? Batman vs. Superman? Yes. Well, my favorite trip may have been Savannah because I had friends there. Uh-huh. Savannah's where they were shooting the stripper movie. But, um... Oh, yeah. But Batman was special it, it was good it was I needed that too because I hadn't done any travel in a long time certainly not travel in the business I want to be traveling for right so that was neat and it, I mean that movie is such a hot topic oh crisps speaking name. of hot topic how's your clothes doing uh, yeah I can't say anything about it but I will say that the negative people are full of bu- a butthole so magic, Mike. It's very good. It's very good. The only thing bad about it is the girl lead. She's, she's Olivia. No, Olivia, Olivia Munn's great oh. and naked in the movie, by the way. Oh, who's uh, who's the? Movie? I forgot the name of the actress. She plays this kind of straight. She's the sister of of the kid who they didn't bring back either. Alex Pettifer. Oh, so they didn't bring her back either. No, she was the love interest for Magic Mike. She's not that, like, uh, Jennifer Huff or whatever. No, no, I like her. She's cute. Girl from Footloose? Yeah. No, I forgot her name. She's kind of bland, that's all. I mean, she's not a bad actress or anything. She's just kind of bland. Especially when Olivia Munn's the alternative. Who's directing Magic Mike 2? The, uh, Steven Soderbergh's, like, um, longtime collaborator. Yeah. I think his first AD or whatever. Soderbergh was the DP on this one. That's so funny. I wonder why. I wonder why. The banded movies certainly works a lot. Getting to stand near him for a few hours watching him work was a high point. And was he interacting with the actors and stuff? Or he's just a little bit. He, he he wasn't direct. He wasn't ghost directing the film. Yeah. He, the other guy knew what knew what the hell he wanted. Yeah, I figured he wasn't. I mean, he was also didn't he do work on like the Hunger Games? What first Hunger Games movie? Soderbergh. I, yeah. I don't know. I think he did. I think he did some like shooting on it or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, the the world's a poorer place without him directing films, though. That's for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. 
I, I, mean, I loved uh, Contagion. Yeah, I mean, loved it. He's, you know, I just bought King of the Hill on Criterion, and we talk about this, but that's a great film. That's a coming of age film. Um, he just does great stuff usually. Well, the only thing I didn't like, I think, recently was the the fighting movie that grew the. Oh, girl fight. Oh, and Haywire. Haywire. It wasn't awful. It's just we said it together, it's right? For me, yeah. And I like. I liked actually. I liked. Did, the, did the you go actors. to the bathroom during a death? I'm sure. Yeah. Rubbing it out. I used to drink a lot of diet coke, so. Um, I'm not a big fan of a lot of his kind of smaller things, but he was just talking about oceans too. It's great. Movie. Center, they were interviewing him about because he's ten years old, I think now. And, and uh, he was saying how divisive and how people people really hate well, you him. You know, I was the loudest lover of it. Yeah, him. he loved it. I think it's his. I think it's. Uh, I think it's he his, loves it. He he said. Right, he said. What did he say about it? He said. He said Nick's right. He said something. He said he thinks it's the best. Um, he he didn't understand. People hated it. And he goes, you can hate it. But you can't just say it's, it's shit because he goes, the, there's like the music is really great in it. And like he said, there's like, well, even if you don't like the story, he said, there's other stuff to like about it. See, but it's not even about the story. What? Get a gold. The movie is, um, it's, 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 it's the perfect example on, on how to take Hollywood money and make a film that Hollywood would never make right under their noses right. and, and it deliver. At, at least to my to my sensibilities, as a piece of, of entertainment, but also as a piece of entertainment with something on its mind, like like trying to do something. Right. Yeah. You know, he brought a lot of French style to it, and yeah, and I think he was surprised at the reaction. I think he thought that it would go. Like he wasn't trying to make a. He wasn't trying not to. He was trying to make a hit. You know, he was trying to make a, a continuance. He was trying to make a fun movie. That movie's fun. He he just he he wasn't expecting the pushback on it. Are you really gonna do this, you fucking fuck? What? This guy was up my asshole. Um, I rewatched Ocean's Eleven two days ago. Yeah. And it's lost a little bit for me, uh-huh. but it's still great. It's still great fun. And, you know, I was talking to somebody at the shop about it too, and they and they thought it's. They made a comment like, "I'd rather watch the real Ocean's Eleven." I'm like, "You're so full of shit. That's a that's a piece of shit movie." And yeah, it's like, people, you're just you're just that's saying that's that because you. That's, that was the whole joke about remaking it was that it was this this movie that got all these stars together, all the rat pack together, or whatever, and then they didn't make a very good movie out of it. So to kind of to to have it be remade was seemed a little silly in a way. Yeah, and the casting, I mean, it was the it's a it was the perfect conduit for me to fall in love with Brad Pitt. Yeah, and and, and it's funny because you think about. What they did with Affleck and with uh, and Scott Kahn together yep. was delightful. Originally supposed to be the Wilson brothers, and uh, and Wahlberg was supposed to play Matt Damon's character. He was. Yep. Yep. And then he did. He kind of. I don't know if there was an ego involved, or if or if it's a scheduling. Whatever it was but, is but, better. Better oh, choice. Oh yeah. And that and and the best the best press ever. The way that they handled the, the press for those movies. Really? Yeah, they would take all the actors and put them in a room and, and let them interview each other. Just basically shoot the shit. And they're just busting on each other the whole time. I remember 
the best Entertainment Weekly ever did was to allow those guys a complete run of the article. Right. And it's just them busting each other's balls and it's priceless. I think they do it on the commentary track too a little bit. The only thing, Cheadle is uh, a little out of his depth trying to do an impersonation of somebody from Snatch with the accent and all that right, stuff. Right, right, right. But that may not even be his fault. You know, they got the old school with Carl Reiner and Elliot Gould. Garcia was a good touch. And now I'm watching 13. Bernie Mac 13. Oh, yeah, Ocean's yeah. 13. We saw that together. Bernie Mac. He's in all of them. He's in the third one? Yeah. Yeah, he's a major component. I can't remember. Yeah, he's, he, he's, he's a, really fun. He's, like, movie. off the grid, and then they get him to work in Al Pacino's hotel. Right. David Pamer's in it, though. That's bad. Plays the guy that comes to judge the hotel. Yep, yep. They get him sick. I've seen the movie a few times, actually. Written by... Well, Ocean's 13. Yeah. Written uh, by... Uh, Shane Salerno. Koppelman and Levine. Was it really? Yeah. Did they have a hand in any of the other ones? No. They wrote The Girlfriend Experience for so... Does one of those guys have a podcast? Yeah, Brian Koppelman. Okay, what is this podcast about? Uh, I, he, no, it just kind of talks talks with folks. I, 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 I'm surprised he hasn't brought me on. I mean, I, he only talks to people he respects. He tries to get people of repute. I'm waiting for that call. I may have to troll him on Twitter and say, Brian, what the fuck? He's a great guy. I was having writer's block. Did I tell that story? No. On the podcast? I was having writer's block and it was eating me alive. And, you know, we're friends. I mean, since Knockaround guys, we've been friendly. And they've been on the Chut Show a couple of times. Yep. They got mad at me. Why? Because I said that they work with Edward Norton on a movie. Okay. And I made a crack. I can't remember what movie this was. And I made a crack that... It's difficult. Like, I said, was, is he going to lock himself in the editing um, and take after, after the Hulk and he uh, they stopped me remember they said no 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 no, no. we know Edward. Oh, I, maybe it wasn't it was because of round I don't know what like I busted on maybe because they worked with rounders maybe I asked about rounders too or something and they said no 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 we know Edward he's great like they stopped me and they're right you're wrong anyway so I was having writer's block and I made a comment on Twitter and Koppelman direct messaged me and then we and then, and then actually no he called me yeah. He called me and, and talked talk to me about it a good bit. No, no, he called me and he said, do you have next number? I was like, yeah, I got it. And, then, and, he, and he helped me out. He really did. And he gave me some some tools and a book to read. What's the book called? It's called um, The Daily Write, uh, Daily Papers, I think. There's, it's actually, there's a larger book called like The Artist's Way. And then the, the section that he said to focus on was called The Daily Pages or Daily Papers or something like that. Oh, The Art... A war? No, the war of art or something? No, like I just, the artist's way. I just said the it. The artist's way. And I... Uh, got a book recommended to me about writing today by YT uh, called The War of Art or something. Something like that. Called give it, give it Up? Oh. Um, and uh, so this is what goes written by Brian Koppelman. <laughs> so you should go he, buy this book. He just needed Perfect. a sale. His, his, David Levine's written like three... I've read two of his books and they're great. Yeah. He started a series. They still doing movies? Yeah. They're working on the girlfriend experience too right now. What? No. The Duato brothers? But it was good. I mean, it's, 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 he certainly didn't have to do that. Certainly didn't have to do it. Must have been bored. I'm calling you. He 
does the thing on Vine. He does, uh, I think, six-second screenwriting lessons. Yeah? So it's like, it's just him giving you advice. Pretty cool. It's okay. I mean, it's him walking around the streets of New York, talking about movies. You know, you gotta love it. He's such a great guy. And he's... he's Which one used to be the comedian? Him? Uh... Well, I mean, one of those guys used to be a comedian. A comedian compliment. Right? Compliment. I was trying to remember the... I was trying to remember the actor's name, and I couldn't in time, so... From the Watchmen? Yeah. What is that guy's name? I love him so much. You love that guy? I love him. He's the dad on Supernatural. He kind of got famous late. Yeah, it was it was a Gross Anatomy or Grey's Anatomy that made him. Yeah, and he was he's done a lot of stuff. He was, he was in. great. In the Losers. Losers. Yeah. I liked his show on TV. The, uh, the one that was uh, the crime, the hotel with uh, Danny Houston. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like that show. I, I reviewed it. for two seasons. Yeah. With, uh, with uh, Olga Korienko, who I love. Yeah, they had a lot of women in that show. It's like, it's like a Vegas show, right? Or something? Or it was not... It was, it was like, it was Vegas. Maybe in Atlantic City. Maybe, maybe in Vegas. I think there was it's a little more sun involved in Atlantic City. Maybe... No, no, it's Miami, isn't it? It's a gambling show, right? Like, yeah, it was. Of... The name of the city was the, the name of the, oh, Ocean City. Ocean. Ocean. On for two seasons? Yeah. I interviewed the creator of the show. Is I interviewed uh, Danny Houston for it. What the fuck? Oh, Magic City. Magic City, yeah. I guess that's why I thought it was Vegas, because the title. It may have been. It's a period story. I yeah. thought it was someplace in Florida or something, but I could be wrong. He plays, and I guess Dan Houston plays the bad guy, like a rich, like... Yeah, gangster. Yeah. There's some cute girls in it. It was, it was a neat show. It was, um, it was one of those almost. It was obviously not... It came out at a time when there was so much good television on it. It, it could have competed, and it was on a, a second-tier network. Right. Oh, it was on Stars. It was on Stars. It's not really second-tier. They're good. They're starting to come up. Yeah. And uh, he, But he was great in The Losers. He was great in... Um, uh, he's great in Watchmen. Yep. And he's in, I want to see that movie Texas Killing Fields, I think. It's like him. Directed by Jennifer Lynch. Really? Yeah. I think so. Maybe, is that the one? There's one where it's him and another good actor as two lawmen. Yeah, well, it's, uh, I don't know if it's him, but it's like. Oh, it's the guy from Avatar, right? Sam Worthington. Sam Um, what's his name? Three names. Okay, I don't know. I keep seeing Doug. I keep thinking Craig, but that's not me. It's not I can't up David. Uh, I can't believe I don't. I, I mean, I love him. So let's start talking about the people in the loser. We got Chris Evans. Love him. We got Dur- Zoe Saldana. Peter Salvo. Who's who's the guy up top? I mean, he's the lead. Oh, this guy. I know his name. I mean, if I knew his name, I wouldn't. I, I've interviewed him. That's what I was trying to say. The name. I thought. I, I think there is a Craig somewhere in there or something like that. So. And I went on the set of that movie and hung out with that Jason Patrick. Holt McElhaney. Say his name, you got it. I know I do. Well, by the time I drop you off, we'll have it. It'll say, it sounds like another name, but it sounds like another actor. The, the listeners are fucking mad as fuck. No, 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 no. It's, there's a C in it. D in it. There is a C. There, and it's three names, and I can't believe I don't remember it. He's like Craig Fairbrass. That's it? Nope. Come on. 
Hook it up. No fucking way. Clyde? Clyde, Clyde the Glide Drexler? <laughs> oh, God. There's a car right there. A taxi cab. I almost hit a guy. You didn't. Know. I saw her dead guy. I saw her. I love that part. Um, I can, it's good. Does the middle name have an A in it? Like, it'll start with an A? Douglas Allen Adams? F. Gary Gray? Craig? Craig? Craigson? You think it's Craig, huh? No, it's not Craig, but there's a C somewhere up in there. D. David something, David. David Gordon Green. Damn it. Tom? Bob? <laughs> I can't, I can't believe it. Because you usually get this stuff oh, it's immediately. A, no, it's because I because I needed it. Wish my phone worked. Wish my phone was charged. I would look it up. Sean. Patrick. Teddy. Flannery. Gary. Greg. Jason. Gedrick. Pete. Patrick. Paul, Paul, Wilson. Craig. Three Craig. names. Guess three names. He's three names for sure. He. he you, you're not going to believe who we got to be... Play the comedian and Washburn. Who? Buh, buh, buh. What's his name? Brent, Barry, Bernie, Bob, Robert, Kevlar, La Quinta, <laughs> Swearmaster. He's a good looking dude, too. I love his look. Yeah, Craig Schaffer. Yeah, he got famous late. Like, he, he talked about it. He's like, I could have. Been nice to have this happen to me ten years ago. Got famous late. Played the, I think he played the dad, at, like the husband in Weeds. They're like he was all over the place. Yeah, you know, the husband in Weeds that died. Like he was. I didn't watch Weeds. But you know what I'm saying? He was. He's always casting stuff. Then he kind of got a, some momentum going. He was good. He's definitely good. Three names. Aaron. Eckhart. I can't believe this. Brent? Brett? Green? Something green, last name? Green? Fuck, I can't. I'm not good at this. I don't know why I'm trying to participate. Ohio Smith? Teddy? Olesh? Charmy? That's <laughs> it. Charmy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever listen to this guy? So your next uh, satellite radio is showing... Um, we're not playing I it. hate Tom Papa. You hate him, huh? How do you get so popular I don't understand like is he like a comedian that other comedians love he's the father of a lot of comedians <laughs> I don't know Craig Kilborn Craig is not right I think David's right so, something with a D David Richard I can't believe he's not a bigger star he's so good he's got a great look he's a great actor that's what I'm saying I wonder what he's doing he's gotta be in something oh he's always working He's so much TV. Like, so much TV. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes, there you go. D. There's a D in the Dean. God damn it. Oh, so That is otherwise. way too long. That took me way too long. You got there, though. I no, love I him. I would never have gotten there. I love him so much. I want to apologize to the friends and family of Jeffrey Dean Morgan for taking so long to remember his greatness. Jimmy Dean Morgan? Uh, yeah, he... I told you there was a Craig in there. Well, I said D, but I was like... David. David. Dean. If I would have got Dean, I would have got it, I think. 
Yeah, I wonder what's going on with him. Like he, because he, he is kind of he's trying. he's so good in the losers. I mean, he's such a great. No, that's no, a, that's great. a that's a that's a great little movie. I love that movie to death. We've talked about it yeah, yeah. many saw, times we on here. Together, I think. We we both really liked it. Yeah, I, and I liked I loved the comic. Yeah, I never. Really and I loved I loved uh, one issue of the comic. I think the problem was the guy that directed it, who did okay, just didn't pull it off. What the losers? Yeah, he he just doesn't oh, like stomp the yard. I think he did a great he did, job. He did stomp the yard. I remember. I think he did a great job actually. I just think. It's like that and Eighteen were both really good, fun movies. Exactly. Yeah, Charlto. They came out at the same time. Star of Power. I met the. That, 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 we talked about this, yeah, on the show last time. You met, you met Bendis? No, I did not. Oh, you met Sassy. Yeah, you met someone Girl. who worked on the show. Yeah. I know. Derm- Dermot Mulroney Road, or returning on. my road. It's my road. Nick's taking me home. Not Very the, nice of him. Not the first time. Pretty close to, though. I'm talking about during. When we were single. Damn straight. Mm-hmm. No. It's almost midnight. I know. I guess I'm the last of us multiplayer to play tonight before I go to bed, <laughs> before, my la- before I lay me down to sleep. I gotta edit podcast nightmare. Oh, don't. I pray to love my soul to rape. All right, we're here. You know what you need? You need your neighbors to not have all their lights out. That's fucking spook towns. No, I got a little. I got a little light in my driveway. Look at this. No, yours is great. Everybody else is. Are they abandoned or are they just? No, they're not. I'd be abandoned. scared shitless if I was those people. They just going. They just went to sleep. People are gonna murder them. They just put. They just put all the lights out in their house. They said no. Turn everything out. We're going to sleep. All right, Druid. Thanks. It was fun. I I agree. Goodbye forever. And uh, Justin's seat warmer is still on, and he's not here. It's kind of poetic. I'm looking. There's a seat, hot with ass, and hot with seat, seat intelligence, and he's not there anymore. It's this is void in my life.